but I'm especially looking forward to this morning because this morning is the time when we gather together around God's table to share in the Lord's Supper. Of all the things we do together as a church, it may be that nothing's more important than sharing the Lord's Supper. It's a time when we gather together to remember what the Lord has done for us. The Lord's Supper is that time when you have moments to spend time with the Lord. Think about your life and ask God to bless and guide you. When we observe the, uh, observe the Lord's Supper, we gather in a reverent way, with humility, with gratitude. It is one of the very most important things we do together as a church. As I was reading the Upper Room story in Luke this past week, I realized something that will help us as we prepare ourselves to share in the Lord's Supper in a few moments. Within this passage that we read together just a few moments ago are three statements that Jesus made to his apostles. Three things he said that I think are critical to us understanding what the Lord's Supper is all about. Each of them is filled with simple and profound power. And together they remind us of what we do each time we share in the Lord's Supper. So this morning I want to share with you three statements not only three statements, but three statements, each of which is composed of three words. And all three of them have something critical that you need to hear as you prepare yourself for the Lord's Supper. The first statement is this. Jesus said to his disciples, this is my body given for you. Jesus said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when you eat the bread during the Lord's Supper, you remember that the bread is a symbol of sacrifice. It's a symbol of the fact that Jesus' body was given for you. Every time we share in communion, we realize that when he went to the cross, the Lord's life was not taken from him. It was given for you. And that's what Jesus wanted his disciples to understand that his perfect sacrifice was given for the remission of sins. Remission, that's a church word, isn't it? I don't think you hear it anywhere else, but it's an important word. Remission means take away, removed, gone forever. Because that's the power of the cross. Jesus came to become the perfect sacrifice for your sins to be taken away. And as we share in the bread this morning, we remember that when Jesus gave his life, he offered himself as a perfect sacrifice. Never forget that when the crucifixion took place, eternity was hanging in the balance. It was the reason for which he came. Had it not been for your sin and my sin and the sins of the world, Jesus never would have left heaven to take on human flesh. He came because unless a sacrifice was given, there was no hope. Forgiveness can never be claimed. It can only be received. And it can only be received 
as a free gift, a gift that's given to all who believe. So this morning as you gather at the Lord's table, remember that this is his body given for you. Luke's gospel tells us the story of the thief on the cross. You remember? Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom and remember the promise that Jesus gave to him. Assuredly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Even on the cross, he gave his life away. He gave his life away to people who did not deserve it. But he gave his life away for those who desperately needed to receive it. Today, remember, Christ gave his life for you. And just as the disciples received the broken bread from the Savior's hand, today we receive the bread with a full realization that he gave himself so you could have eternal life. There's a second statement that Jesus made as he shared the Lord's Supper with his disciples. He said, this is in my blood. Jesus said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. And as he shared the cup, he made the wine a symbol of his blood. Why was the blood so important? The answer goes all the way back to when God first set his people free under Moses and as he was leading them toward the promised land and as he was telling them what life was going to be like within the covenant people of God. Listen to what the Bible says about sacrifice in Leviticus 17.11. It says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. Isn't that powerful? It is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. In other words... Blood is the essence of sacrifice. That's the power of the cross. Hebrews 9.22 declares that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And when Jesus invited his disciples to drink from the cup, he wanted them to remember that his blood would be the means by which their souls would be washed clean. Later on, as he hung from the cross, a spear was thrust into his side, and the Bible says blood and water flowed out. That's such a powerful image because what the Bible is reminding us of is this. When Jesus died and when he gave his blood as a perfect sacrifice on the cross, he gave it all. Nothing held back. Every drop flowed until he died this morning as you drink of the juice remember that his, it is the blood of Christ that washes your sins away his sacrifice would not be a sacrifice unless he gave everything so that is what he did and that's what makes the third statement so powerful you see the third thing Jesus said was this and it is shed for you. This cup is the new covenant in my blood which is shed for you. And the thing that makes the Lord's Supper so special 
is the length to which Jesus went on that first Lord's Supper night to share Passover with only his disciples. He knew that as he led them into the upper room, that upper room that he had made arrangements for so that nobody else would know what was going on, he knew this was their last evening together. And he desired to spend time personally with those 12 who had followed him for three years and who knew him better than anybody and who were known by him as nobody else knew them. As he broke the bread and shared the cup, he looked each man in the eye and he told them he was going to give his life. He was going to become the sacrifice. He was going to pour out his blood. And then he said, and it will be shed for you. And you just get the sense that as he said those words, he looked around the table at each one individually and said, I'm talking about you. Each of them felt the individual power of realizing that Jesus was giving his life away as though it was for him alone. And it's still that way today. In fact, the Lord's Supper is meaningless unless it is personal. Can I tell you something about the elements we're going to be sharing together this morning? That bread is just bread. That juice is just juice till this morning it was in a Welch's bottle there's nothing magical about what we'll be sharing it's really all about you the fact that as we share of the bread and of the cup we recognize this is remembering what Jesus said to them and what he says to each one of us today. This is all about you. I gave my life for you. There is a place for you in my kingdom. Each of them felt the individual power of recognizing that Jesus was giving his life away as though it was for him personally. It's the way Jesus reveals his love and grace still today. These are the moments when you're invited to a personal encounter with the one who gave himself for you. And as you eat the bread and take the cup, in those quiet moments as you examine your life and your soul as you remember that Jesus gave himself for you you are invited to be part of the table of the Lord if you're here today you're a believer in Jesus Christ you've trusted him as your savior you're invited to be part of the table
And we'll remember what he said. This is given for you. It is in my blood. It is shed for you. Understanding all of those things, let's join together at the table of the Lord. Let me invite the deacons to come as we share communion. Come to the table of the Lord. Come not because you are strong, but because you are weak. Come not because any goodness of your own gives you a right to come, but because you need mercy and help. Come because you love the Lord a little and would like to love him more. Come because he loved you and gave himself for you. Lift your hearts and minds above your cares and fears and let this bread and cup be to you the token and pledge of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Spirit, all meant for you if you will receive them in humble faith. The Bible says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, in the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. Let's pray together. Father, today as we share in the bread of the Lord, we thank you that you gave yourself for us. We remember, Father, that this is the symbol of a broken body, freely offered for those who would trust him. So, Lord, as we share this bread, we pray your blessing on it. In Christ's name, amen.